Hi everyone, this is Chris of Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars. And here for episode 17, I have to be honest, the investigation has stalled. I have no idea what's going on, what's to happen. I don't even know how the season's going to end. There's so many questions. Got Ian being weird. Where's Noel Khan? I don't know. So a friend of mine said, look, Chris, let me help you out. I'll be joined later on by Becky Sanders, who is going to come at this investigation from a different angle. And I'm hoping her insight helps us all get one step closer to A. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's A. So as I said before, this is episode 17. By the way, I'm Chris McGowan, a.k.a. Chris McGoogs, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. CJ. I may have used that one already. Um, This one is called The New Normal, episode 17. And in the previously on, Arya has that line again. A has something on all of us. And I wrote it down because I was like, is that true? A knows about Arya and Ezra Fitz, which again is a very small group of people. Noel knows, so if Noel is part of the A group, I guess he would have told everyone. And A has something on Hannah, the whole money situation, although we're getting a little confused as to how A knows that. But what does A have on Emily? It sounds like, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but it sounds like at the end of this episode, the majority of the school knows Emily is out, or at least, well, I don't know if she actually came out, but the, the it's, it's, it's out there in the world. So A, A can't hold her sexuality over her head. So what is it that A has on Emily? And what does A have on Spencer? Is it the Ian Spencer thing? I mean, as far as a weapon, that's pretty weak. If anything, it helps Spencer against Ian. Her relationship with Melissa is already pretty bad. So, I mean, that's not really something to hold over her. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know how true that is, Arya. And it could be, this is through Arya's point of view that, well, of course, A has something on everybody. I'm not quite sure that's true. Anyway, we start with the, all four of them inside Spencer's room. I believe we're in Spencer's house. We have another Ian and Melissa are in Philadelphia. A little side eye there from myself. And so they tried to crack the message. And they went with the letter route, which is what I did at the end of the last episode. B-A-D. Bad. And Arya's still very mad at Hannah, as, as one would be, for trying to ruin their affair with their teacher. And then Arya's like, she thinks Toby may have punked them. Maybe Toby was lying about this piece of evidence. And then after a little bit more chatter, Arya just is like, you know what, I'm going to take off. I think Arya being around Hannah right now is a little too much for Arya. She's like, I'm just going to go. And then Ar- and then um, Spencer and Emily are like, what's going on with Arya? And Hannah's like, I don't know. Cut to the Hannah household. Money's in the popsicle box. And as she says, she's going to return most of the cash that she has left in the safety deposit box. If this were a sitcom, there'd be a laugh track as uh, Hannah lets out Caleb. Ashley's, a- Ashley leaves with the cash for the safe deposit box. Hannah goes to the door and lets out Caleb. Uh, and Caleb's going to leave for Arizona, apparently. Looks like Caleb only has a limited uh, deal here for the show. And then, uh, oops, mom forgot something. Uh, Ashley comes back in. Uh-oh, the hat was left behind, so Hannah has to dunk the beautiful hat into the sink. Cut to the school. Uh, Arya is glaring at Hannah, talking with Caleb. Clearly, there's something happening between Hannah and Caleb. I saw it a long time ago, as you all did, of course, but it's even more obvious, even on Arya. And then Arya's like, you know what? She goes up to Hannah. I can't do it anymore. They both kind of have this mutual apology. Not really sure Arya has much to apologize for. That said, she does feel bad. She she values their friendship, and she wants to bury the hatchet. Uh, Arya says that Hannah didn't go through with it. Mm, not quite sure if that's the proper reading of that Arya. But you know what? If it's for the sake of the friendship and for the show, I'm all for it. Cut to, I think, the teacher's lounge, right? Ezra, I forget the teacher's name. I, I mentioned her previously. This is the teacher that's been catching Ezra and Arya. She's sitting there and Ella's there, Arya's mom. They're all having a little chit-chat about some sort of author that's going to be in town and... The teacher invites Ella to go to this little reading, and Ezra's like, yeah, sure. Ella's like, yeah, I'll go. And then cut to Emily and Spencer having a chat about Toby. You know, like, what do we do about Toby? And then they say, what's up with Hannah and Caleb? They kind of give her a hard time about it. And then they kind of talk about Toby, and Toby's like, be careful. Like, Toby was really... So I guess they're all in the same room together, right? I So it's, I guess it's the cafeteria. I guess the teacher's eaten in the cafeteria with the students. So here's a new guy alert. Who the fuck is this guy? 
This dude comes storming in there looking for Coach Fulton. Now we have her name. Coach Fulton is the swim coach and PE teacher. Nick McCullers. Bursting, literally bursting into the scene. He wants to find the coach. And he says to out loud to, I guess, everybody, is the school PC now? Oh, boy. Ezra stands up, gets right in this dude's face. Listen, Ezra's face down with Noel Kant, one of our many A's. Nick McCullers is a, is a walk in the park. There's a few shots of Paige, like, hiding her face. She's so embarrassed. Ezra says, look, don't do this in front of everybody. If you want to have an issue, you want to talk to the coach, great. You want to talk to me? Let's do it outside. Here, let's not do it here. And then Dad is basically saying... Emily has gotten the position on the swim team because, which we later find out, because she's gay, openly gay, and that uh, Paige didn't get it because, well, Paige is not, question mark. And then, uh, who the fuck is this guy, part two? Who the fuck is this guy? Mr. Leland walks into Ash's office, cut to Ash's office at work at the bank. Mr. Leland, claiming to be Esther Potter's nephew, which he later kind of says great nephew, from Syracuse. And uh, right away, Ashley's like, well, I thought Mrs. Potter told me no, she had no living relatives. And he's like, well, I'm here. And he has his paperwork. Ashley's suspicious already. And uh, she's like, well, it's going to take some time to run this. And he's like, it's, it's okay. I'm here for a few days. And then there's a little tense chat here about Mrs. Potter. And I kind of sense this right away. And, and sure enough, this, this dude, this dude with the blonde hair, asks out Ashley. Yeesh. I it was very uncomfortable. That very awkward ask. And um, this is just a, a question to my listeners. Is this guy attractive? Why would Ashley go out with this guy? I don't know. Cut back to the school. Paige runs up to Emily says, Look, I didn't tell my dad anything. He just kind of did this himself. He kind of freaked out. I didn't. And, but Emily's kind of mad. She's like, You know what? Let's not do this, Paige. We cut. We move. We uh, pan over to Ella and Byron having a little chat in the hallway. Uh, apparently, parent-teacher night is coming up. And Ella tells Byron about... Uh, Nick McCullers and his nonsense. So he's in, he's informed about that. And uh, Byron gets the idea that Ella really likes Ezra. And then Byron awkwardly asks for another date, and she kind of says yes, I think, right? It's very awkward, but he's already already jealous, and he only gets more jealous as the episode continues. Cut to Toby's. Spencer shows up. Spencer's trying to talk to Toby. He's like, look, come back on Saturday. Jenna's at her flute lesson on Saturdays. We can chat then. We see the window flutter again. Toby takes off. Text from A. Jenna is going to be so, with a whole bunch of O's, pissed. Was that Allison? Very curious. Cut to a fun four-way, two-person-each telephone scene. First, we have Hannah and Emily on the phone. There's a very awkward Pam walking by Emily's room. Super tense. Pam offers Emily Cobbler, talking about the day's events. Then swoop over to Arya and Spencer having a chat. And Spencer telling Arya that Toby says they read the message wrong. And then Spencer deduces Arya's actually at Ezra's. Awkward. Cut to Ezra's apartment, Ezra coming back in with takeout, and he tells Arya, hey, I meet your dad tomorrow. And boy, that's a really awkward uh, situation there, and everyone's like, hey, just let's just be normal. Cut to Hannah's home, Ashley's going to be going off for drinks with creepy Mr. Leland, and I actually legitimately enjoyed the scene. Not that I don't enjoy the show, but this scene actually made me laugh quite a bit. Caleb's at the door, like Eddie Haskell. Uh, Caleb Rivers is his full name, Caleb Rivers. Let's keep that in mind. Caleb introduces himself. And I'm like, what is he doing? And I guess, uh, oh, then Ashley pulls Hannah aside. Is Caleb a rebound from Sean? And Hannah's like, no, he's just a friend. And the doorbell rings again. Caleb gets the door. And it's Mr. Leland, creeptastic, asks for Mrs. Marin. Was, uh, did I know that was her last name? I don't know if I know Hannah's last name off the top of my head. And I guess Ashley is divorced, I guess. So maybe that's her maiden name. But anyway, that's her name. Mrs. Marin. Is, Mrs. Marin? Is that what he says? I wrote it down. Mrs. Marin. Anyway, Caleb and Mr. Leland have this nose-to-nose chat. You can tell already. Caleb's sniffing him out. Something's not right, right? And he says, Ashley's here with her daughter. And Mr. Leland goes, daughter? And he's like, who are you, Caleb? And he says, the guy that opens the door. Very, very funny. Ashley then, before they go out for drinks, has this dude fill out his paperwork. Caleb very obviously looks over his shoulder i wrote in my notes uh he should roll to forge i bet you he's gonna be able to forge that signature or at least he did some sleuthing they take off caleb and hannah regroup and she says uh, mom thinks you're trouble and then caleb kind of goes into this whole little sherlock thing which he does for the rest of this episode and he's like this leland dude he's totally a scammer and i'm gonna find out how cut two. Oh boy this scene was this scene was tense. Uh, we got to a parent-teacher meeting with Ezra and Byron. And right away, Byron says, so you're taking my wife out. Ezra's like, what? And this whole thing about Leonard Adams, this author that Byron thinks is terrible, thinks he's a fake. 
And Byron's really drilling Ezra. Um, so jealous and weird. It's a super awkward conversation. Like Ezra's there to talk about Arya, and Byron's acting all jealous. So super awkward. Cut to clothing store with the four liars. I guess this is the next day or maybe later that day, but Arya and Hannah come clean about pretty much everything. The ticket, the A notes, everything, and then also about Caleb. Uh, saying that he is sleeping in her basement. Even Arya's like, wait, what? And then as they're shopping there, Jenna is getting fitted in the other room with some sort of lace thingy. I think it's supposed to be spicy, but everyone is all kind of freaked out when they see her getting fitted for something. I guess I think it's Toby related, but cut to Ezra. <laughs> cut to Ezra's apartment, and he basically says, Arya, your dad was so mad at me. And I wrote in my notes, this is quite a love square. So we have Ella kind of crushing on Ezra a little bit. Clearly... Ezra and Arya are in a relationship. And then we have Byron and Ezra really mad about it. Byron thinks that it's about Ella, but boy, when he finds out, who boy. Cut to Spencer takes another crack at the uh, Braille message, and she hits up. He has a, she has a eureka moment, but we don't know why yet. Cut back to school. Yes, yeah, it's at the school. So this is at the school. Pam and Ella are having a chat, of all people. And Ella tells Pam what's going on. Nick McCullers thinks that Emily's getting special treatment because she's gay. And I think for the first time, this really hits Pam, and we get her full reaction later on, but that really affects her in a way that up until now, I guess it hasn't. Cut to Spencer knocking on Toby's door. I guess the door is open, so she's able to walk right inside. It's really creepy. Uh, She walks into a room with a whole bunch of snow globes, and then Toby, of course, appears in the doorway. Guys, I've warned you. I've told you before. Stop running up behind people like this, but he's like, put it back. She does a whoo-hoo-hoo-hoo, almost drops it, but she doesn't. And Toby tells her the good news. The DA is dropping charges. Now, they could recharge Toby if new evidence comes to light, but for now, the charges are being dropped, and something about blood evidence being corrupted. I noticed Spencer and Toby were holding hands a little bit here. Spencer crushing on Toby? Never would I have thought. Uh, Then Toby basically says, uh, I gotta wait for someone to take me to the courthouse, and Spencer's like, I'll do it. Let's do it now. To get the ankle bracelet off. Back to Hannah. Caleb kind of tells Hannah about James Leland. Guess who James Leland is? Person in the Syracuse area, uh, dead two years ago. Caleb says to Hannah, knowing the right questions is better than the right answers, which I feel like is a little message to us watchers here. Back to Toby's house. Jenna's back. She gets out of a cab, and Spencer says, I'm driving Toby to the courthouse. And she's like, well, I have a cab here. And Toby says a few times, I'm going with Spencer. And I thought he was going to bend and break, but they ended up leaving. Spencer and Toby leave. Jenna is furious. Absolutely furious. Cut to Hannah. Hannah tries to tell her mom that Leland is a scam, but Ashley's like, listen, I can't stop him. So he's going to get he's going to get uh, whatever he wants because I, I have no evidence. I can't trust this boy with the cool hat. Cut back to Arya, and she uh, <laughs> she asks her dad at, at home, hey, how'd that meeting go with uh, with my teacher, with uh, Mr. Uh, Fitz? Calls him weak. Doesn't, doesn't like him. Byron hates Ezra. Cut to the bank. Ashley presents the little box to, quote, James Leland, and unquote. Ashley, there's like three grand in there, and he looks disappointed, and she's on to him. For some reason, he doesn't take the cash. He puts it back in the safe deposit box. I didn't quite understand that, but I guess he thought it was a bigger payday, and he just puts it back. I don't know. Cut back to the school, and Pam asks about uh, McCullers again, and she sees him, and she walks, o- she walks over to Nick, and she basically stands up to him and says, don't you dare talk about my daughter that way she's earned everything she's gotten don't think that there's some sort of special treatment for her and he's like so she leaves with emily and they have a little chat to decide and basically pam says to her daughter i still don't understand what it is you're going through or who you are i guess even but no one hurts my child and for emily that's a step so they hug and emily seems a little a little happier we cut back to the infamous sign at the edge of town toby and spencer are there the tag is gone. I don't know where the tag went. It's a very kind of romantic scene. Toby, they're by the moonlight. And Toby's like, I need, I need some sort of change here. And then it hits Spencer to tell him, oh, it wasn't bad. It was two and four, which is, if you recall, we uncovered last week. And Toby's like, I don't know what it means, but does it mean anything to you? I overheard Jenna and someone else talking. That was something that came up. And they don't know. And Toby says, I was afraid of Jenna, but now I'm not afraid anymore. But Jenna is afraid of the four liars. So that's interesting. Come back to the school. Emily is leaving her swim meet. Paige gets in her car a little, a little aggressively. Emily's a little creeped out. And then there's a smooch. Paige puts a smooch on Emily and says, don't tell, and runs out of the car. Okay. So that happened. Back to Hannah's household. <laughs> that's right. 
Back at Hans household, Caleb's getting orange juice to put in a little flask, and then it goes back down to the basement. Yeah, a little awkward. There's a little tension there. A little, like, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, like... And then the doorbell rings. Hannah goes to the door, and there's a... There's an exterminator there that says, Are you a... Um, someone sent me to... His name tag is Angelo, by the way. N- nice job there, costumers. There's infestation in your basement. So clearly this is A telling Hannah the, that, sh- that they know that Caleb is in her basement. Cut to Ezra's apartment. Arya and he are making out. Byron leaves a voicemail. So they want... Byron wants to hang out with Ezra, and clearly that kills the mood instantly for both Ezra and Arya. Cut to Spencer and Toby, a little driving montage. And as they're driving, there's a little motel they pass by, and there's a room 214. The camera person was giving us a hint that that's where they need to go at some point. Finally, we get to a really strange button. It looks like it was from a different show. There's someone walking to a gravesite with flowers. Esther Potter, to sleep perchance to dream. I didn't even understand this one at all. Is this to imply that A had something to do with Mrs. Potter passing away? Uh, yeah, it's very, 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 very strange uh, end there. So where are we at? I'm lost. Completely lost at this point. I've, A's been kind of taken quite a back seat at this point. We've been dealing a lot with the character drama. I don't know. I don't know what is going on, to be perfectly honest with all of you. I still think there's a many A's out there. Looks like they're taking Fiverr. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Let's get some help. I need a new eyes on this case. So I'm joined by Becky Sanders, a comedian, musician. And as she told me, A in training, which we'll get yeah. to the reason for that. But Becky, uh, welcome to Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Chris. This is the best. Uh, it's nice to have a reason to begin Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> which, is, which is a funny thing because I was talking about this podcast and you were like, can I help in some way? And you are approaching this a little differently than some of my other guests. Is that, is that correct? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just a pretty little baby. I've never seen an episode. So uh, this is, you know, actually, I don't usually watch shows like this. So this is one of the first shows that I've been like, yeah, episode 17. Absolutely. Yeah. And just and as you teased, uh, just so everyone knows, Becky has not watched episodes one through 16. So she dove right into the middle here in episode 17. And the kind of the idea was, I'm stuck, as you all know. I'm stuck in the case. And Becky's some fresh eyes on the, she's fresh eyes on the material. Absolutely. I am a detective um, (laughs) in my own imagination. So I'm very qualified for this. (laughs) So uh, before we even get into the the individual storylines, I just want your general impressions of the show. This is your first exposure to it. I know you're coming in a way. What do you think so far? Yeah. Okay. So I do. So I want to tell you, but first I do need to just jot down the names of these main characters. Absolutely. Um, because I feel like it'll be very irritating if I just keep getting them wrong to mm-hmm. you, uh, you excellent Chris fans and Pretty Little Liars fans. I know there's a lot of crossover. Sure. Um, <laughs> Small, but yeah, they're mighty. <laughs> so, okay. So give me their names. We got the teacher fucker. What's her name? Uh, that's Aria. <laughs> Aria. Okay. Uh, then we have, uh, Blondie loves the foster kid runaway. <laughs> yeah. That's Hannah. Hannah with Hannah. The no H at the end. Only one H. H-A and okay. an A. Okay. I would never. I'm writing blonde with an E at the end, um, to help me remember. Sure. And, uh, okay. And then, and then, okay. I don't even know how to describe this girl. She looks like she's into horses, uh, with the braid. Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> okay. Um, which I called her Preston initially, so I call her Spencer Preston, but her real name is just Spencer. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Might as well get it wrong from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Preston. So, okay, the creepiest man I've ever laid my eyes on that Spencer was hanging out with that has the sister named Jenna. I remembered her name. Oh, uh, Toby. What's that guy's Toby. No, that's Toby. That's okay. Toby. Um, Interesting okay, take I've already. I to say about Toby. <laughs> Uh, he will haunt my nightmares tonight. Wow, I cannot uh, wait. Okay. <laughs> and then, okay, and then we have the gay swimmer. Yep, that's Emily. Mm-hmm. Emily, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her uh, competition with the bangs of secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> that's Paige. Paige McCullers, as we find okay. out. Yeah, yeah. Paige McCullers. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'm, I'm, I'm missing a main girl, right? Or is that well, the four it, of them that are the main girls? Well, there is, which actually was 
I almost I don't even know if I want to give it away, but we don't see their friend who is kind of the presence in their lives. So uh, uh, her name is Allison. Okay, is the friend I, who yeah, disappeared. I did. Mm-hmm. I remembered Allison mm-hmm. because the A thing. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm on board. Okay, okay. Great. So those are the important ladies. Sure. <laughs> well, I remembered. I like. I you know. I saw a gal from Charmed. I was like, I'll remember her name, Ellen. Right? Uh, yeah, Ella. It's pretty close. Ella. Ella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Ella. Um, all right. And then I remember uh, Hutt's English teacher is Ezra until I became very disappointed in him very early in this episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, but I didn't know. I didn't know what I was walking into. I was just like, yeah, all right. Hey, baby, tell me about James Joyce. <laughs> Uh, lovely no, don't want him to tell me <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing this is amazing already so is there any other you know again fresh eyes coming into the case is there any general impressions you want to get into before we kind of dig a little deeper like yeah anything you want to yeah wait oh me? i didn't i didn't oh the one other is oh, who's hannah's basement boy what's his name oh that's caleb okay so i love caleb okay um he's like he's my fave so far mm-hmm. uh i like his sassy just walk right in and see the mom attitude it really moves me also his hair is really right uh, i totally buy that hair for that character uh usually they try to shoehorn long hair on just some random character but he should have long hair right um so that's my that's my gut impression is okay. way to go caleb uh Toby, creepiest motherfucker I've ever seen. Like, just weird. Just weird. His eyes are weird. His intensity is weird. Did he kill her? What? He's on trial for killing We'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All I know is that his case was dropped Mm -hmm. and that they could yank him back at any moment. Mm -hmm. And both of those things seem not great, Toby. Mm -hmm. You creepy, creepy guy. Um, so he's a probably. Uh, I don't oh. know. Is a creepy? I don't know. <laughs> she, she seemed fine in this episode. I get the sense that I'm supposed to be afraid of her, but I'm way more afraid of Toby. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead. I mean, you're already leading us there. Let's let's deal with Spencer and Toby first. Spencer's kind of storyline had to do with Toby. So does she ride a horse in other episodes? You know what? <laughs> she better. Now that you've said She's that, I will never. Vibes. <laughs> That's a great that's a great ping because her family, I would say, is probably the wealthiest of the four of them. Although Allison, whom we don't see too much, obviously, for reasons, um, mm-hmm. I think might Toby be. Because Toby killed her? <laughs> well, that's the, that's, that's the question. Uh, uh, that's the question, <laughs> Becky. Do you, do you, do you want to go ahead and tell me you think A is Toby? <laughs> I mean, well, okay. No, I, I guess that wouldn't be truthful to just my like experience of this episode. Cause I feel like I'm supposed to be afraid of A, but my experience of this episode is A is like a cute little guardian angel. That's like, oh, hey girl, I see you. She's like, like I, I have a very sweet roommate who likes to track people on uh, the like, find my friend. Sure. You know this about me, Chris. Oh yeah. Um, so in my head, uh, maybe my roommate Caroline is A actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna write that down. So Toby okay. or Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you tell me, do you want me to fill you in on the gaps you don't know? Or you just want to kind of tell me what your impressions are? Because e- either or works for me. I mean, I would love to be corrected um, <laughs> if you'd like to correct me. Not corrected, but but, <laughs> but as as a new investigator, yeah. uh, like the evidence you saw. Yeah, guide me. Chris, you're my pretty little daddy. I told you that. <laughs> I'm a pretty little baby. You're pretty little daddy. <laughs> All I'll say is A was very nice this episode. Usually they are not this nice. Usually they. Okay. Well, we'll jump to Ari really quick with the whole parents, and we'll get to Ezra, I'm sure. But A actually sent A sent Hannah a ticket for Ari's mom to go to an event that Arya and Ezra are going to be at. So A set uh-huh. them up for a horrible, horrible reveal of the relationship. I mean, okay. On the one hand, that would be rough for Arya, but on the other hand, like now I'm. Oh, 30 year old, I'm a woman in my 30s. My perspective on this is different, but I say save the baby from <laughs> the adult man. That seems like a really kind thing to do, eh? Uh, you know, he's he's a grown man. He's get, get him someone his age. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All good points. <laughs> so All good points. A, a is a cis 
disaster as far as I'm concerned. Guardian <laughs> Angel, just looking out, making sure you're safe. <laughs> No, okay, I love that. I love that take. I that is that is a really fresh perspective. I've been thinking A is the kind of the villain, but you make a very good point. Very good point. <laughs> she, she, I mean, the trauma of of spending your teen years being groomed, groomed up for an English teacher. I'm sorry if you're gonna get groomed, like go aim higher, my girl. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So what do you make of uh, Arya's dad thinking Ezra's hitting on dad's wife, which they've been having marital problems. There's a lot of problems with yeah. Arya's parents' marriages. But, you know, clearly his dad's, like, puffing up his feathers, you know. Yeah, but Ella was like, come puff up your feathers, you know. like. Oh, you think she she's into like, it? Oh, yeah. I think she was like, she was like, oh, hey, uh, Ezra's taking me to the, see this author that I barely like. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Uh, that's like, that is girl code for a hey, bro, flex. I want to see you punch a man for me. <laughs> and he was going to. I know. Yeah. And he really, that Ezra really deserves the punch in a way that Ella apparently could not anticipate. <laughs> now, what do you make of, boy, now, now this, this scene is even worse in my opinion when they're, and I, and I've talked about this with somebody else. So when they are, when Arya and Ezra are having their, you know, their takeout smooch fest. Yeah. The okay. show has yeah. been very clear not to show them going past smooching. Uh-huh. Do you think that they've gone, not that this makes it any better, but do you think that they've gone past smooching when the camera has panned away? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For okay. sure. Those two are hot and, uh, and first, and they're, they're hot and they should bone, but they should be the same age if they're going to bone. Or, <laughs> this is the thing. I hate, I don't even know how old this character is supposed to be. I hate that 18 is like the magical age where now women are like available to predators. I think that's just kind of baloney. Like, I don't mind an age difference, but like, I, I feel like until you're like, my whole thought on it is like, until you're 25 you should only date someone like three years different from you mm-hmm. uh just because that's like that's still adolescence i think later like we're just gonna keep pushing your adolescent years later and later i don't know maybe ezra is only supposed to be 25 but still she's not in the three-year gap i don't think so yep he is pro- probably supposed to be 22 ish she is okay. 16 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right you're right i mean that's it's a- and it's authority, you know, like later on, your teachers are less authority ish, but it, in high school, your teacher's your boss and your boss is now got power over you. And especially at school when like it can affect your whole life with college or get out of here, Ezra, just let the girl read her to kill a mockingbird. He's okay. I, I don't think I could date someone who's never read to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> Like if someone, if I was on a date and I found that out, I'd be like, well, go home and read and then we can go out later. <laughs> then you find out how long they take to read it. Like, oh, okay, it took them, <laughs> took them three months. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not a snob like that. Okay. Yeah, you don't care how long it takes them. Just as long as they but get it I done. Just, I think they need to have imbibed the content before okay. they're ready to, to date someone. <laughs> yeah, That's fair. Wow. That's such an interesting perspective. Again, I think the show does a very good job of, even though I, as well as a viewer, I'm like, this is not okay. They st- the show still makes you empathize with her so much. You kind of root for her in that way. Mm-hmm. And yet, when you the w- way you're putting it, A may actually be trying to help her in a very yeah. unhelpful way. But still, tr- uh, the goal is to get them get her out of that. Chris, I'm rooting for her. But I'm not rooting for her hormones right now. I'm rooting for her whole life. I want her to, like, to go off. And I want her to go to college. I want her to do a year abroad. I want her to... You know, learn a new language. I'm looking long term. You got this, Arya. You're a gorgeous girl. You're relatively intelligent. This isn't your fault. He's a handsome, successful man. He's what you're supposed to be looking for. This is his fault. You're a child. I love it. I, I love it. Uh, it's going to go in the, in the files for uh, for my superiors to take a look at later. Um, <laughs> let's move to Hannah. A, a little bit more age appropriate. I, I, uh, I flirting uh, with Caleb. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Leland subplot, which I'm curious is what your take is on going on there, as well as uh, Hannah's mom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What is your uh, what is your take on that evidence as you saw this week? Okay, yeah, I love that Caleb is a pen snob, and that's how he figured that out. That's <laughs> excellent. I actually yep. feel very validated by that because I too am a pen snob, mm. and I, you know, um, I mean, my pens are made out of plastic, so I'm not that much of a pen snob, but like, I like a good roll. Um, True. 
so I get where he's coming from. Um, I I think it's like I think it's cool that he figured it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know what the deal with this Leland guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand the like supposed chem. Is it supposed? Are we supposed to think that there's chemistry between mom and this Leland guy because he's creepy and like yeah. she is like visibly nervous to be near him and. I don't know who see now this is this is Arya's future if no one ever corrects this behavior then she'll be going to drinks with guys that she's afraid of for the rest of her life just like Mm. Hannah's mom which is you know that's just not the type of of empowered women we need in this world (laughs) she is my favorite mom because and and the show hasn't done this but I have a theory that she is much sharper then we as an audience may get because I think she had a because she first meets Leland right this episode I thought I think for a second she's like like she picked up on it and mm-hmm. I th- I think she went to drinks to kind of dig a little deeper because she has the papers mm. right there I-, I think she's I think she's sharp I think she was trying to maybe dig a little deeper because okay. uh you know uh what is, what has happened is that uh, Hannah's mother has kind of sort of kind of stolen money. Uh, from this uh, from this person who walks in and says he is their uh you know he is their step whatever he says step or like long lost nephew or whatever so yeah. she's, she's like well a i don't want him to find out pun intended and b is this really <laughs> who he says he is yeah okay so i only got a hint of the stolen money like i remember hannah being like she doesn't need it anymore but like that's something that this show this show does not want outsiders because like for the first half of the episode like there were no nouns or verbs there was just like very very suggestive language that something had happened so i knew for sure i'd missed out (laughs) (laughs) right right okay okay and caleb well, again, I know you're seeing uh, intentionally. You're just seeing this episode. You like you're a big fan of Caleb. Love and, Caleb. Um, he's a little Sherlocky, right? This episode. Is there anything yeah. else about him you're picking up on? It. You know the, you know the boy from other side of tracks, right? Is that the is that the trope that he's playing, right? Yeah, but he's like he's a sweet boy from the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, he like he's gonna run. He's choosing to run off to Arizona, and bad boys just don't run to Arizona. I don't know how to tell you. They're born in Arizona, and then they run elsewhere. Uh, you Arizona bad boys. <laughs> Shout out to them listening. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's jump to, let's save Spencer and Toby for last, because I feel like you have a lot to say there. So let's talk about uh, Emily, her swimming, uh, her, her page, which is a whole thing. And then uh, her mom and uh, Paige's dad, that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a yeah. lot happened. Yeah, that was the clearest part for me to follow Mm -hmm. because it was like, great, got it. They're competing. Also, it was in the recap that they had tied. So I was like, okay, (laughs) I understand that drama. Um, But yeah, so you see those bangs, you know, right away. Paige has a secret. Um, (laughs) As a woman who has bangs and secrets, uh, it's very important. Um, Is that just so everyone knows you have a secret or is it just like it comes out of the secret? Like literally you're like, you know what? I think the truth is, like, I'm afraid that my eyebrows and my forehead will give my secrets away. So I got to shield it. I got to shield it. <laughs> we jest, but that might be very interesting for Paige. Oh, hmm, oh, she, oh she has eyebrow secrets? I don't know. I, now I'm going to be looking at her eyebrows. Well, yeah, pay attention. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a lead. It's a lead. I'm desperate for it leads. It's a lead. Oh, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Watch, watch that hair. Yeah. It's very sharp. It's very angular. It's it's ready to give information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say though, Emily was like just talking about how she said her girlfriend's gone. Paige, I don't know if that was your moment. Like, I don't think that was an offer in. Like, seems like a perfectly great moment to be like, I am also gay. But it seems like a bad moment to be like, let me put my face on your face. <laughs> and also to follow her to car and hop in without Emily yeah. knowing, right? I'm pretty sure this uh, that scene was written by a man I've been on an accidental date with before. So <laughs> this is not how. This sure. Is not right? It's not the best way to start things off. <laughs> yeah. Emily, she's probably got some feelings right now. I love that she and her mom had a moment. Her mom saying, like, I love you, even though I don't understand. That was beautiful. 
so truthful, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes people time to process information about loved ones because there's like this like, oh, it's a secret. And, you know, I didn't know what your bangs were hiding uh, or in Emily's case, her eyebrows weren't expressing, you know, it was a lie of omission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did enjoy uh, Nick McCullers doing a uh, yeah, 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 when Pam was kind of giving it to him a little bit. That was nice yeah. to see. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Uh, I I don't understand. They I have a sense of history from them, even though I don't know it. They mm-hmm. seem like they have like a previous relationship of some sort. That oh uh, oh do they again do they? another lead for me. Mm. Pam and Nick passed. Hmm. Yeah, they seem like maybe. I mean, even if it's just like they went to high school together, they have something going on. Okay. Very very. That's <laughs> very good. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah, because there's definitely with this show some sense that there's something that we don't know that I think happened in the past, and so I'm always looking like where where are these where are these threads, and that's that's something to look at. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And A didn't really harass Emily this episode, so I think we should go to our Spencer Toby mm-hmm. uh, uh, relationship. So Spencer is kind of like at the forefront of the investigation, as you could probably guess. She got a little secret note, little decoding hack yeah. action happening. Yeah. Uh, Toby and all the trial. I guess I gotta ask you, <laughs> what's your beef with Toby? Oh my gosh, he's just a creep. He's got creep energy. I would not leave a girlfriend alone with him. I don't know. He's just like, he's like, the. I mean, the first way that I met him, basically, like he just was like, he had like big, scary eyes at the camera and didn't say anything. And that was creepy. And mm-hmm. then he had big, scary eyes. It was like, they, uh, the, 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 my lawyer called. I, <laughs> I'm not on trial for killing our friend anymore. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Toby. I feel like also like a normal person might have some sort of emotions about that, like relief or guilt mm-hmm. or anything. He's got big robot energy, alien energy, maybe. Sure. Uh, maybe he's from another planet. It could be a um, twist. Who knows? Season two. Maybe they go off. In- <laughs> also, also, is this too dirty? But like, do he and Jenna, do they have like an incest thing going on? Is that? They sure do. Okay. They okay. sure do. Okay. I you yeah, got that I, I picked up on it because she was very like protective uh or defense I don't know defensive mm-hmm. um and yeah and he's very very poorly adjusted so it makes total sense that he can't function outside of his family so he's finding his amorous affections there as well <laughs> yeah, yeah they haven't really dug into they don't and, I, and i'm a few episodes ahead now in my pre-recording they haven't really Ooh. talked about their parents too much and i'm so curious what the full family picture is like because i think they're step brother and sisters i think i can't uh. remember if they are but there are definitely there's definitely an insisting that happened and i guess it went around i think a lot of people know it's a whole thing okay. i'm a big toby defender only because the poor boy and by the way all the boys in this show need to learn to stop scaring the women on the show because they like right. he shows up in that doorway i'm like toby s- say hi hello before you walk in there and scare spencer right yeah he's he's a creepy motherfucker yeah poor poor toby Sorry. Man. No, 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 no. excuse me what i meant to say is he's a creepy sister fucker please continue <laughs> i don't know Sorry, this is already perfect, Becky. I don't even know how we can talk it from here. Um, so Spencer does make a big breakthrough in the case, although she doesn't know at the moment what that means at 214. Yeah, but it's the hotel. I saw it at the end of the episode. Or mm-hmm. motel with no vacancy. Right, right. So so you picked on it correctly. So basically, people thought Toby was responsible for Allison's disappearance. Mm-hmm. Um. And so evidence has come forward and he's kind of cleared, kind of not. So that's what all this all this is about. But Spencer is getting wrapped up in it. If you were Spencer's friend, if you were part of this, this liar group, what would you be telling her right now as she's talking to Toby and kind of getting involved? Is it a good idea, bad idea? Oh, definitely a bad idea. <laughs> Don't be alone with him. He's scary. He's a scary man. Stay away. Go ride your horse, girl. Go be free. I want all these girls to just go, go, go live their lives. Hannah, you can bring Caleb. He's cool. Okay, Caleb can come. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Is can Paige come with Emily or no? I think 
Paige has got a pushy energy. I don't know that Emily <laughs> is okay. ready to rebound that quickly. Like maybe uh, eventually, but Paige, you're not reading the moments right. Like we could settle into that. <laughs> now I, I have to ask, because I found it slightly romantic. The little ending, the image where Spencer and Toby are uh, like above the city and they're like on this little hilltop and they came together. Did you get any, any less Toby <laughs> creepy uh, energy there? Chris, that was an absolutely gorgeous shot. Uh-huh. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And with any man that I was not afraid was about to murder her, I would have loved it. <laughs> but he's creepy. <laughs> I've been... I've been in some truly beautiful places. You don't just invite like any old creepo to come with you to a romantic outlook is a romantic outlook. That's not his doing. He didn't build it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Although also I noticed in this episode when she almost drops the, the snow globe, they do touch hands. Uh-huh. It hangs on just a little bit longer. For sure. Which yeah. would be very, very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, catch it and put it back. Okay. Uh, continue talking. Yeah, he like he got he he's like don't drop that and like he's stuck up on her. He's like don't drop that. It's like of course she's gonna drop it. You just snuck up on her, you creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. So yeah, so let's just go ahead and ask you. So there's two. Actually, I have two questions for you then. Okay. There's a who is texting people, right? You mm-hmm. saw a little bit this episode, and they've been doing all all sorts of stuff all season. Separately, mm-hmm. Allison is quote murdered and is the you know the stance on the show uh, allison faked her death we don't know how but uh she didn't really oh. die we didn't see her in her casket so i uh, you know i oh, but okay. for everyone else's intense purposes the according to the official record allison was was killed mm-hmm. who do you think a is i know you based on who you've seen and what do you think happened to allison if anything and who might be responsible okay so I guess the information I'm wondering if I'm missing mm-hmm. is if Allison didn't kill herself, does she have a reason to be ma- upset with these girls outside of that? Like, well, she, Allison, because we only know a little bit from flashbacks, and we get the impression she was actually quite a bully. And she was kind of a bully, and these four friends were kind of her circle. Mm-hmm. And so every time we see a flashback, she's doing something pretty cruel and the four of them are kind of like you know i mean of course they're in high school right they're not quite sure like what do we say anything but allison's got this really strong personality mm-hmm. um so a lot of people there's a few people who have said Ugh, i hated allison you know ah suspect but then they'd be, mm-hmm. they'd be like you were standing next to her and you didn't say anything so that's kind of the legacy that that is left behind um mm-hmm. and i think all four of them are in their way coping with that as teenagers i know i'm getting really deep here on the podcast yeah but i think they're all kind of now thinking like yeah so she made she didn't make a lot of friends allison unfortunately well she had four great friends that make terrible man decisions uh we didn't even see emily she wasn't making terrible man decisions (laughs) right although she did at the beginning of the show which thankfully you didn't have to experience that boy uh yeah Allison too. I mean, if you saw Ian this episode, you'd be even. We'd we'd be talking for another hour about Ian. <laughs> we don't even have to go into Ian. So, so yeah, I guess the question is: Do you actually think? I mean, you have no reference, I guess. But do you think Allison <laughs> no, might have faked her death? Might have faked her death, or do you think uh, someone actually did kill her? Chris, there's literally no way Allison faked her own death because it was 100% Toby. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Toby Becky, did it. <laughs> Becky is in. The... <laughs> So Toby definitely <laughs> murdered Allison. Is Toby your... murdered Allison. Okay. And then A, either is Toby, is Jenna covering for Toby in a weird way? Okay. Or my favorite solution just is my roommate, Caroline. <laughs> okay. So either Caroline, Toby, and or a Jenna-Toby kind of <laughs> combo. Yeah. They got um, a real Lannister energy about him. <laughs> very appropriate <laughs> now i have a very wild theory that will be hard for you to comment on but i i, I i'm the only one i feel who stands by this theory so i'm going to ask right. you your opinion anyway i have right. a theory that jenna who you met is is sometimes allison posing as jenna as like cover because she since of course she faked her death that's how she can move through the world do you think based on what you saw that is even remotely possible oh yeah okay. so like so jenna so in this scenario, Jenna is sometimes Jenna and sometimes Allison. Yeah, so Allison's like hiding somewhere. 
Yeah. And then she puts on the wig and the glasses and the all black and she walks around as Jenna. Oh yeah, that's that is perfect. Okay. I think that makes complete sense. Okay. Uh because also then like you know uh, her her brother like can barely look at her um, because he's ashamed of what a creep he is and their parents don't exist apparently and except for his dad and the DA hang out but uh, other than that you know so yeah I think that's a great place to hide either that or once Caleb gets uh, elevated out of the basement she could hang out in that basement oh yeah, good point I was gonna hide in there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I love it. This is this is very this is already extremely helpful, Becky, for the case. Um, I'm so glad I oh my goodness, so much, so much to work with here. Um, so as I, those are all kind of my prepared questions. I definitely I like opening the floor to my guests. Anything I we didn't already talk about feelings, thoughts, theories of your own, questions to me, etc. Yeah. Well, you told me you told me that you are pro Toby. Is that what you said? Or I'm yeah. This, me and, and the position of this podcast is we are pro Toby. Yep. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You're pro Toby. Got it. Uh, great. How do you feel about? How do you feel about Ezra? <laughs> you got- I was, I was kind of in your boat, but a previous guest did say that she was looking online, and people at 22 are still kind of maturing. She, 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 she understood that relationship a little bit more. So I kind of get, I kind of felt a little less creeped out by it. Well, because I was wondering if, because you've kind of got hot older. English teacher energy. Oh, so thank you. Like, you're like, that's my guy. I'm that is me. I, <laughs> I, I the, this isn't a spoiler for you because if you watch the pilot, this happens right away. He is okay. in a when he when they first meet, they are in a bar. Okay. Okay. They are in a bar. He is drinking. He is a person over 21. This mm-hmm. is one of those towns where I guess underage people can walk in. So Arya walks in and orders food to go. Mm-hmm. They make out in the bathroom right away. Oh, but he's not her teacher yet. And then he finds out. Like a day later, oh, that she's in my high school class. Okay, but they that still everything. But they still continue. They now they know. Yeah. They both know this, and they continue. That changes some things for me. Does he know she's sixteen when he goes for her? N- not when he goes for her. Mm-hmm. But literally a day or two later, yeah. he's like writing on the board and record scratch. Uh, she's yeah. sitting there. Mm-hmm. That does slightly change things for me, just because I think like. We can't attach. Like, we attach so quickly. And, like, my sort of, my general, like, life and dating philosophy is, like, if you've already engaged, it's going to mess you up no matter how you disengage. Mm. (laughs) So ride the course, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I still think, I still think Ezra could be the bigger person here. Uh, But I even more understand where Arya is coming from now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. The onus is definitely on him. And he's had a few opportunities so far to kind of end things and even make yeah. her mad at him. And he's like, all right, we'll do it. We'll keep trying. So, yeah, Ella's going to really ruin this by um, by, I don't know, maybe a seduction or like more make my husband jealous. I don't know. I don't know where she and her husband are at right now. If she's done with him, then she might just try to hit that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. And can you imagine that argument? Are you and her mom? How dare yeah. you? Like, why are you so mad? Oh. That's like, um, there's a Dolly Parton song that's about this. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. It's like about, like, Mama says not to go for a traveling man. It's, and it's because Mama's out with the traveling man. Mama's <laughs> stepping out with the traveling man. <laughs> uh, and what's so funny is that Dad, this is the first time Dad in the show has, has act. he's always been kind of like, oh, meow, 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 meow. and this is the time I'm like, dude, what is he like? Uh, being really tough I think he might have a very uh, unhealthy reaction to how this all plays out yeah I yeah. I mean or a very healthy reaction I mean it- <laughs> <laughs> I mean he might be mad at every he might be mad at Ari like he, I, I picture him handling this in probably the worst way possible when it, when the when the information comes out I think Ella will handle it appropriately with anger but I think dad may not do very good job but we'll see i guess yeah i guess we'll see yeah i'll have to go back to the beginning and start watching now so that i know what's what's up or maybe i'll just never know what happens before this episode (laughs) 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 that's amazing yeah so yeah anything else anything else any other theories or questions or let's see i think that caleb is gonna figure out some big piece of clue based on other people's pen habits um (laughs) Sure. Like maybe he'll see 
an unruly gel pen and be like, okay, unruly gel pen, this could only belong to one person in this town. Caleb, what should I call him? Caleb the gel pen man? Yeah, the pen the pen snob or the pen detective. I like the uh, pen detective. I like that's that. That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, I meant to look it up. Who sings the theme song? Do you know? I looked it up a long time ago. It is, it's one of those voices you hear all the time. Is it the one that does Gilmore Girls? It might no, be. No, Sam Phillips. It's not? Okay. But she reminds me of Kate Miller-Heidke, who is like a bad, like a really badass opera, cool chick. Anyway, I wanted to know if you knew. I didn't know. Not super relevant to the plot, but relevant to my interest. <laughs> we'll insert it here. Also in Catherine Pierce. There you go. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> God, that guy. Chris from the future knows everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, yeah. He's lucky that way, I guess. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah. If you have, you don't have anything else, um, we can we can call it here. Um, uh, Becky, uh, the the leads you have given me tonight are are astounding. Uh, the case is was kind of <laughs> dead in the water, and I feel like we have a lot lot to work with here. I'm so I'm just honored I could help. Uh, it's this is my dream is to to do television detective work. <laughs> For a show that's been off the air for 11 years? Yeah. Please, please hire me for all of your past television show detective needs. Listen. It was such a niche market that it was just so like lovely to be asked by someone <laughs> I consider such a dear friend. Add it to the resume. Add it to the resume. Uh, we would love to have you back, but you you can come back in whatever capacity. If you want to be a, a full A, a expert then, because I know you said you're A in training, or you want to jump ahead two seasons and just watch a random episode. Either way. I guess we'll just see how the schedule falls out. Sure. Sure. Well, I'm doing this for three years, so you have some time. Great. I will definitely see you soon. <laughs> right. Within those three years. Well, Becky, yeah. Is there anything uh, you want to plug? You know, Socials? Anything, anything oh. you're doing? Yeah, if you want to follow my Instagram, it's at Becky Rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was an early adopter. Uh, and yeah, that's where you can find most of my stuff. Some music, some comedy, um, potentially some mooning over uh, Pretty Little Liars characters now. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Becky, thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magoogs, occasionally twitching, Mac to the gal. And yeah, I've said enough. Thank you.